Welcome to the Bible Truth Podcast with Ron and Tim Reynolds, pastors and Bible teachers. Pastor Ron and Pastor Tim combined for more than 70 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. Listen now as they share the eternal truths of the Bible. All right, uh, we are in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, and uh, we're going to start with verse 27. Now, the Bible says, Withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when it is in thy power of thine hand to do it. Um, now, I think this can be looked at in several different ways. We can look at it this way. Uh, when you've got an opportunity to be a blessing to somebody, don't put it off. Do it right now. Uh, for instance, if you, uh, the Lord moves you, the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart about buying somebody dinner or something, uh, don't put it off. If you've got the money to do it, buy them dinner right now. Um, I think it has to do with a lot of different things. Uh, 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 for instance, if there's somebody you want to thank, thank them now. Don't put it off. Um, so I think the, the idea here is to do good to people. Uh, if you got the power to do it, do it immediately. Uh, withhold not good from them to whom it is due. Now, the case there, kind of speaking like, uh, here's someone that's going to work for you. You've got the money to pay them, but you don't pay them. You tell them, well, come back next week and I'll pay you. No, you pay them right then. The same thing, but the principle is that when we, when we are moved to bless someone, do it immediately, all right? Uh, when it is in thine power of thy hand to do it. Say not to thy neighbor, go and, and come again, and tomorrow I will give you give when thou hast it by thy, when thou hast it by thee. Now that's also saying that if you are going to give somebody something and you've got it to give them, give it to them now. Again, it's better to give people compliments and whatever now than to wait until they're in a casket at a funeral and buy uh, flowers uh, for their funeral. Better to give their flowers right now. And uh, so the, it's the importance of giving promptly is what it's, saying, what it's meaning here. Uh, verse 29, devise not evil against thy neighbor. Now, this is someone that just... You know, they're hard to get along with and they're thinking, how can I get back at so-and-so because they've done such and such or, or their dog came over in my yard and, you know, uh, how that goes. And uh, so I'm going to go over there and tell him or her what for and I'm going to stir up trouble. Well, the Bible says don't do that. Devise not evil against thy neighbor. Don't try to pay him back. Uh, seeing he dwelleth securely by thee. You may need your neighbor sometime. May need his help or her help. Uh, much be, be much better to have a good relationship with them than uh, for them to say, "Boy, that that neighbor of mine, uh, he's really an old grouch, or she is a uh, an old biddy, or whatever the case may be." No, it's much better to be liked by your neighbors. Well, why can't you do that? Uh, but if you're a person that just wants to get the fight on, you just want to cause trouble and stir up things. Uh, well, you need to get right with God first, but uh, you need to also, you know, if you're right with God, 
Think about this. If if you've got a good relationship with God, with God, all right, then you will automatically have a good relationship with your fellow man. Oh yeah. Yeah, if if you are doing what God says to do and you and him are in perfect fellowship with one another, then you're going to have his favor and the favor of your fellow man. Well, let's go on. Uh, then it says, strive not with a man without cause. Yeah, that's like uh, there's no real reason, uh, like a, you, know, you want to be a tough guy or whatever, and you're going to tell them what you think. Well, that's a poor testimony. No, don't strive with somebody. Don't make trouble with a man without cause. Uh, you know, some people just like to stir things up. And uh, if he have done thee no harm, if person hasn't hurt you, even though you may disagree on politics or religion or whatever, uh, why not have a good relationship with that person uh, that is your neighbor? Now, whether it's your neighbor, next door neighbor, but you know, everybody's our neighbor. That's the truth. Um, when it says love thy neighbor as thyself, it's speaking about we ought to have love for our fellow man like we have love for God. And, uh, and like we love ourselves. We automatically love ourselves. Well, we ought to love our neighbors uh, with that same unconditional love. And if we do, uh, we'll be blessed of God. Then verse 31. Envy not thou the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. Now that's advising you and me not to be like that. Don't be like this this guy or this gal that are constantly arguing with people and and uh, getting into a fight and have to have the police come and break you apart. And all that. Listen, that's that's not for God's people. You know, that's that's for the world's people. We don't operate that way. We we don't we don't think in those terms. So the Bible is saying, don't, don't envy the oppressor, the troublemaker, the person that wants to, uh, you know, fight or whatever the case may be. Don't, don't envy, don't be like them. Verse 32, for the froward and the froward person, we're not used to that old English word, but it means uh, the deceitful person. That is deceitful and just, uh, you know, a troublemaker. For the froward is abomination to the Lord. Abomination means it makes God sick. I know it's it's a metaphor. It's, I, I understand that God doesn't get sick, but God uses that term so we might understand what is being said here. Uh the, the, this type of person that is always causing trouble and stirring up trouble and, and uh, that kind of person uh, displeases the Lord. Put it that way, all right? It's an abomination. And that's really, that's a, that's a word that really is pretty strong. Uh, you don't want to be an abomination to the Lord. But his secret is with the righteous. His secret? Whose secret? Well, speaking of God. God's secret is with the righteous. It means God will give you insight if you will live in a righteous way to please God. God will give you special insight, his secret. You'll, you'll know some things that other people don't know because you have a good relationship with the Lord and with your fellow man, and God's going to bless you. Verse 33, the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. 
Now, do you want your home to be cursed? Do you want your family to be cursed? Well, if you're like this person that we've just mentioned, that's what's going to happen. You know, many times um, a a family will pass down these kind of behaviors from one generation to the next. You know, if the dad and mom are hard to get along with and can't get along with their neighbors, then when their kids grow up, they'll be the same way with their neighbors, and it'll just perpetuate itself. And God cannot bless you. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he that blesseth the habitation, but he blesseth the habitation of the just. God blesses the home, the family of the person that lives a a good, clean, righteous life. All right? I don't know how other than to say it. uh, If you want God's curses, then be a person that can't get along with God or humanity. Uh, If you want God's blessings, then you are a person that uh, wants to be helpful to everybody and you want to be pleasing to God. And then, verse 34, Surely he scorneth the scornful. Who is he? Well, that's God again. Surely God scorneth the scornful, the person or the, the scorners, the person that is always making fun, uh, uh, scorning. The day will come, the Bible tells us, that God will laugh at them. Uh, we dealt with that in, in chapter 1. If you remember, it says uh, uh, in verse 25 of chapter 1, but, we, but ye have said it not all my counsel, would none of my reproof. I will also laugh at your calamity, and I will mock when your fear cometh. So the person that is a scorner and is constantly causing trouble and making trouble for other people, uh, this person uh, will be scorned by God. God will have the last laugh, by the way. You may laugh at God now. Oh, there's no such thing as God. That's just uh, something uh, mankind has come up with. Uh, only people uh, who are, uh, you know, weak and, and uh, that uh, cannot understand things and those kind of people are the ones that believe in God. <clears throat> well, You'll find out God will have the last laugh. Surely he scorneth the scornful, but he giveth grace unto the lowly. <clears throat> grace is favor. Grace, God's grace is undeserved favor. So the person that is lowly, <clears throat> excuse me, the person that is not proud but humble is going to receive the blessing of God's grace. And I don't know about you, but I want God's favor and I want his grace. I want everything God has to, you know, for me. And so if you will not be a proud person, uh, but an humble person before God, you'll have the grace of God operating in your daily life. You'll have God's unmerited favor. Think about that. To have God, the creator of the universe, his, his favor. His unmerited favor, that's what grace is. And then verse 35, the last verse of this chapter, the wise shall inherit glory. The wise person is the person that trusts in the Lord with all of his heart or her heart, then lean to their own understanding. Have you done that? Well, if you are, if you have, then you are wise. And what what are you going to get for that? Well, you're going to get glory. 
the wise shall inherit glory. Glory, I think, there means heaven. Uh, I think it, it, it means the blessings of God. If you are wise. And remember, wisdom doesn't come from yourself. Wisdom comes from outside yourself. It comes from God. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And so if you have godly wisdom, you'll get glory. But shame shall be the promotion of fools. That means that if you do not have wisdom, uh, but you are foolish, and any person is foolish that does not trust in the Lord. Now that That's just a fact. You're just a fool. If you do not have enough sense to realize we are at the mercy of Almighty God. Yeah, he brought us into this world. He could take us out just in a split second. We're one heartbeat from death. And you're not going to have respect and trust and fear of, uh, of a being like God? Then you're a fool. And you're going to get what you deserve. Because the Bible says, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. Not glory. Not heaven but shame. Have you ever been shamed? You know, it's an awful feeling to feel the, uh, to feel shame over something that you've done wrong. But a fool is going to live in shame. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the promotion they get. They're promoted. (laughs) Part of their promotion, the promotion of fools, the Bible says, part of their promotion, uh, part of their reward, so to speak, from being a fool will be a shameful life, and they'll be ashamed uh, on their lives and probably upon their children's lives, and that too can perpetuate from generation to generation. So wisdom can perpetuate from generation to generation, but so can a fool's behavior. And uh, so we end Proverbs chapter 3, which is a tremendous chapter in the Word of God. If we, if we can just get a hold of these things we found here in chapter 3, uh, we can have a blessed life uh, while we're here, here in this body. Now, that doesn't mean we're not going to have troubles. We're going to have troubles. Jesus said, in the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And so we can have God's blessings and God's glory and, and grace given to us in this life uh, in spite of the trials and troubles and disappointments that come along. Uh, we've got to remember that we are more than conquerors through him that loved us and gave himself for us. So it boils down to this. You can have a blessed life or you can have a cursed life. The choice is up to you. And I hope you'll choose God and his ways. And if you do, he will be the one that will uh, bless you. And then the best is yet to come. Because when we get to heaven, we're going to have his eternal blessings and his eternal glory. And uh, so we can get a sampling of it here on this earth when we obey him and seek his wisdom and ask him for it and use it in our everyday lives.
You've been listening to the Bible Truth Podcast with your host pastors, Tim and Ron Reynolds. They can be contacted on the Mount Vernon Baptist Temple Facebook page, or you may send Pastor Tim an email to T-I-M-R-E-Y-1 at hotmail.com. Or if you prefer, mail correspondence to Bible Truth Podcast, 817 Woodland Drive, Mount Vernon, Illinois, 62864. Again, that's Bible Truth Podcast, 817 Woodland Drive, Mount Vernon, Illinois, 62864. Thank you for listening.